Hello and welcome everyone to yet another Comic Multiverse commentary. Your second in only a couple weeks. That's uh, that's some sort of record for us, right, Matt? I know it's it it's kind of weird. We would have had our 60th episode today, but because there's so little news, because Comic Con is coming up, and they will no doubt be dumping everything on us in a couple days, we decided, hey, you know what? Let's do another commentary. Yeah, we we figured we might as well do that, and it's also kind of pad out because I'm not going to be around in the next two weeks or so. Yeah, so this uh, this was a nice way to fill some time, so we thought this was good. Yeah. And the movie we selected, it's what everyone in the comments section wanted us to talk about, and that is, of course, Logan. We really enjoyed Logan. Logan's out on DVD just recently, so it seemed like the perfect one to cover. Am I right? Yep, they, they, they I think they're even releasing it in cinemas again in that black and white fucking right, thing. That... Like they did for Fury Road. Sh- should we watch this in black and white and see if it makes a difference? Sh- should <laughs> I'll, we... just, I'll just turn the color off, you know, same effect. You we, know? Can, we can do that. TVs and computers and everything have that technology. Tell you what, everyone, you should listen to this riff in black and white and see if it makes a difference. <laughs> I'll put like an old timey like radio crackle nice. uh, over it, and it'll sound like we're in the 1940s. It re- well, you know, Matt, what it really does is it brings out all these things you didn't see about the movie the first time. Hey, you got to talk really fast. I tell you what, 33 skadoo. So, uh, you can <laughs> right about now. You can bring out your DVDs. You can get your digital copies of the movie, whatever it is you have. The version Matt and I are working off is two hours seventeen forty-five. Wow, that's a long movie. It is a lot. I never realized how long it was. I've watched it a couple times, actually, and uh, it goes by every time, so I'm sure we'll have a great time talking about this one. I will ready up, and I will count to five, and once I say start, you can all press start, and we can all be queued up together. How does that sound, everybody listening? Yeah, just the response we wanted. Yeah, just the response we wanted. That's why I waited, just for you, everybody. And don't worry, I'm sure to turn my goddamn volume down so this one can actually make it up on YouTube this time. But thank you, everyone who went to the SoundCloud page anyway. Anyone who wants to download this and carry it around with them, head on over to the Comic Multiverse SoundCloud page and you can do that. Yeah. So we'll be starting in just a minute then. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And we're seeing the 20th Century Fox logo, and it's very shiny. Mm, something you don't usually see in front of a good Marvel film. Mm, I know, right? That's that's the thing. Logan and Deadpool, they were the one-two punch. They broke the mold right back-to-back. Yeah, yeah, they were kind of back-to-back, weren't they? Oh, well, they kind of had, like, X-Men Apocalypse in between them, but... Yeah, yeah but that was We don't talk about that. <laughs> that movie was forgettable, so I forgot it. Yeah. Actually, it's funny, too, if you saw this one in theaters like I did, this actually opens with a fun little preamble involving Deadpool. Yeah, we didn't get it over here. Oh, that sucks, because they tricked you so good, because it was like a pure cold open into it, and you see a grizzled guy in a hoodie walking the streets, and I'm like, wow, this is a weird way to start Logan, and it's like, oh, fuck, it's Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) And even later, when this movie was out for a little bit, they had that little joke post credit scene with Deadpool going to uh, Wolverine's grave and threatening to bring him back from the dead. Yeah, yeah. I like these movies are kind of tied, even though they couldn't be less tied, because they're like, no, 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 other universe. Yeah, it's kind of weird how they're sort of doing it, that all these movies are kind of in the same universe, except for this one. 
Yeah, because it's like, this needs to be in another universe because we need to kill him and we need to keep it really dark and really true. I was going to say to the source material, but the fact is, even though it takes a lot of cues from stuff like Old Man Logan and everything like that, it's really not an adaptation. Like, it, they kind of do their own thing. It, it, yeah, it is their own thing. And as well, they couldn't obviously do an Old Man Logan straight adaptation because of all the characters that it involves. Yeah, that they don't own the rights to. I would say more than anything, they stay true to the theme and to the character than anything else. Yeah, yeah, which is the more important thing. Yeah. And true to the violence, wow, we're not even two full minutes into it and motherfuckers are getting shot point blank and there is blood. <laughs> They're letting you know, hey, parents who brought your kids into this thinking it was going to be a fun, colorful X-Men romp, get the fuck out. Yep, same as Deadpool. Yep, that too, letting you know right out of the gate. Oh, I like that that one, that one claw doesn't want to pop. Uh, you know, he's getting up there in age mad. His shit don't work like it used to. <laughs> I trained as a ninja, but my fighting style is very sloppy because I'm old and probably drunk. Probably both. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck anymore. No, you can't hurt me. I'm going to hurt you. Let's just Let's just do this and get it over with. Yeah, ouch, ouch. Everything in this movie looks like it hurts. It's a very pointy movie. Oh, Berserker Rage, here it comes. Berserker Barrage! <laughs> and he's more mad about his car than he is anything else. <laughs> oh, how good does it feel to actually get to see, finally, in his last ride, Wolverine get to actually stab and cut people? Wolverine be proper Wolverine and not PG family friendly Wolverine. It took a bit, but we're finally here. God, imagine how terrified those gangbangers must be. Like, they probably told the story later to their families and no one believed them. <laughs> no, man, he cut Tito's arm off, man. We shot him point blank and he was fine. <laughs> Uh, how far can a man like Wolverine fall? He's a goddamn Uber driver, basically. He's an Uber black driver. <laughs> yeah, he's just a some shitty limo driver. I think uh, I think Honest Trailers made the best joke, where it's like Wolverine uh, living like one of those Uber drivers you choose not to ride with because he looks like a serial killer. <laughs> he does though who, who would want to get in a car with him he's like come on get in the car guys yeah it's clearly it's safe <laughs> it's clearly a fancy limo service but he makes zero attempt to try and clean himself up he wears a suit <laughs> that's about it you know even then like the suits like or now it's like all shitty and everything and he can barely keep himself walking straight and everything i wonder i wonder how they even had that idea where it's like oh he should be a limo driver of all the jobs he could have had I, I think that it's because, like, of, it has to do with, like, the their whole thing with um, Professor X and everything. This allows him to go across from the border right. and everything. That makes I, sense. I would have I liked, like, Truck Driver Logan. Uh, Trucker Logan would actually have been kind of funny, because where does he drop Rogue off in the first movie? Uh, a skeezy truck stop. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to horrible talk radio, or listening to the Rush Limbaugh of the future, Cyber Rush. <laughs> He's put his brain into a computer. The, the, the corn that's turning people gay. <laughs> Only he's actually right, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love these guys. USA, USA. 
<laughs> as they go into Mexico, yeah? There's your textbook ugly Americans right here. Hey, what do you want to do for your bachelor party? I want to go to Mexico with my energy drinks and my boys, and I just want to shout USA at people. <laughs> well, it is the future, Matt. This is the future we're headed towards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're almost there. Ah, <laughs> uh, drinking in a graveyard. What a weekend. I wonder if that's the suit he wore in The Wolverine. It's got, like, that long coat and everything. I think it's gotta be. He doesn't strike me as the sort of guy who has more <laughs> than one suit. <laughs> Every time I wear this, I get attacked by ninjas. Or <laughs> oh, crazy Mexican ladies. <laughs> that, too. We get our first F-bomb of the movie, too. This is a Wolverine that can drink, can kill, and can swear like a trucker. Ah, oh, you see, I, I got the umbrella out, that way I get extra stars on the app. I really need that five stars, lady. I'm trying to buy a boat. I'm sad there wasn't a scene like that, where, like, he had, like, some, like, shit heel of a passenger who, like, is just, like, a total dick to him, and then, like, gives him, like, a one star, so he, like, goes after the guy. That would be he's great. so pissed. <laughs> Not on my watch. See, that's why he's so good at his job. Nothing but five-star ratings. Everyone's terrified. <laughs> oh, and here's one of our villains of the piece. Donald Pierce, which was an interesting pull for him in the in the Reavers, but I don't think they ever actually call them the Reavers in this. But that's clearly what they are. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of, like, mutant-hunting cyborgs. And Pierce is interesting, too, because he was a reaver, he was part of the Church of Purity, and he was in the Hellfire Club for a bit, too. He just did it all. He, he's, he's got, like, the trifecta there. I think you get, like, like a free sub at Subway <laughs> or something for that. I think at that point it makes him a black belt. <laughs> the actor basically just being Val Kilmer in Tombstone. I'm your Huckleberry Wolverine. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say. I'm sure, too, I don't have to point out the hilarity that a big chunk of this movie is about him hunting Mexican mutants in a dystopian future, and his name is Donald. <laughs> oh, I never actually put that together. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the movie was actively trying to be political or anything, but it actually ends up being probably one of the most positive pro-immigration movies you've ever seen. Because what are they trying to do in the end? They're trying to leave the hellscape of America and get to Canada, where apparently everything is better. <laughs> see, this is the thing. We just see how America is all fucked up right now. If you, like, checked out Canada and Australia, it's just business as usual. We don't get cool cyborgs or anything. <laughs> Although I guess we still have the fucked up corn then, depending on where the corn goes. Yeah. Yeah, that, we got the corn that turns the frogs gay. There you go. That's that's the real enemy of this movie, high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, of all fucking things. Which is honestly kind of genius because it's very plausible of like what will bring about the end of days, what will bring about the apocalypse. It won't be a disease, it won't be a bomb, it won't be a war. Nah, man, it's the food we eat. And it's kind of true in a way because that, that stuff's like in everything. Yep. And they do a good job of like signposting it too, like those frat boys yelling USA. What were they drinking? They were drinking energy drinks. Later, Laura at the store is chugging down all that shit, and it's like, oh no, I don't think they can beat Big Corn, man. I think Big Corn is gonna kill them all. 
Dead. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't sentinels or time traveling no. demigods or anything. It was corn. Goddamn jolly green giant fucked us all. <laughs> ah, and and now for the exciting world of boat ownership and boat purchasing. <laughs> What's that boat? So you can get those boats and hose. Yeah, <laughs> it's the way you go. First you get the boats, then you get the hose. It's how it works. Can't have one without the other. What are you going to be? Some sort of land guy with a bunch of hoes? Then you're nothing. Or just a boat <laughs> owner with no hoes? That's stupid. Meanwhile, at the Logan compound, <laughs> only the finest barbed wire, and yet just a simple ass padlock. Although, let's face it, if you saw this place from afar, Matt, you would not want to hang out in this place. No, you'd probably end up getting tetanus or something. It looks like you could get tetanus from breathing around there. <laughs> ah, but Caliban, he's a good interior decorator, though. He makes the whole thing look very homey. <laughs> you know what it looks like? It looks like one of those settlements from Fallout, actually, is what it looks like. Yeah, that's the thing, like, Caliban, like, played Fallout 4 in, with that, that workshop mod. Nah, and he's just building everything. And it's like, I, I know how to make good shit out of shit. Yeah, so, so Caliban's a weird choice here to make him the third one, because technically we saw Caliban in Apocalypse, but this isn't the same actor, nor really the same character. Yeah, it's. I'm, I'm wondering why they chose Caliban. Like, out of everyone, they chose Caliban. I guess because he has the power to find people, and that'll be important later. But not really important, though. It seems like they could have found nah. him regardless. Yeah. I mean, he's a good actor, and he does a good job. It's just, it's just kind of funny. He even gets a badass moment near the end. It's just like, of all the millions of mutant characters you could have had, you picked yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It kind of feels like maybe that was a role that was... Maybe for someone like Sabretooth or something. Mm, yeah, yeah. The the ever funny fate of Sabretooth in this movie. We actually got... A, did you ever end up seeing the Sabretooth deleted scene, actually, where they allude to him? Uh, I think so. I think I saw it when it was first released. Yeah, the, uh, the, the little fat kid with the Wolverine toy. He's playing with a Sabretooth action figure. Yeah, too, yeah. And it's totally the 90s Sabretooth. And the kid asks him, hey, was Sabretooth real? And he's like, yeah, yeah, he was. And then Logan actually gets kind of nostalgic in a way where he's like, you know, we were part of an experiment much like you kids, actually, but he got angry. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Patrick Stewart fucking owning this role. Oh, he was so good in this film. Like, he's always been good in, like, all the other X-Men movies, but here it's like, you know what, Patrick? Just cut loose, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, all, all, I imagine all James Van Gogh said was, like, just act your age. <laughs> <laughs> Can do, motherfucker. This is, this is like Avery Carrington, American dad Patrick Stewart that we're seeing right here. <laughs> now give me all the cocaine and guns. Because it's like, in every other movie, he's being like, you know, the, oh, very posh, respectable, you know, Mr. Miyagi mentor figure. But here, like, he actually gets to use all of his skills as an actor. It's like, you know, be funny, be sad, be heartbreaking, be likable. And it's like, goddamn, Patrick Stewart is one of our finest living actors. Yeah, he, he, he really is. And he does such a good job with this Xavier role as well. Yeah. 
And I mean, it's his send-off, too, just as much as it is Wolverine's. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I complained when I first saw this. I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, Xavier's got to be his road buddy on this because you don't have the rights to Hawkeye. And Xavier is literally the only other character who's been developed enough in these Fox X-Men series to warrant it. But at the same time, man, he's really good. And he really earns <laughs> it. And he really makes the movie. And he makes it something totally different from Old Man Logan with his presence. Yeah, yeah. Also, I wonder if Taco Bell paid him to mention Taco Bell in their crazy in his crazy ramblings. <laughs> no, 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 James Mandrigal. It's fine if I mention Taco Bell enough, they'll send me a free chalupa. <laughs> Patrick loves his chalupas. Movie also brings up a scary idea where it's like, what happens when you know mutants? get old and get Alzheimer's and can't control their powers anymore like they can't control anything else. Mm-hmm. It's it's a terrifying thought, isn't it? It is. It, it, it They did a really good job of kind of explaining it as well. Like, what would happen if, like, the world's most powerful telepath, like, got a brain tumor? Yeah. He'd be a danger to everybody. Yeah, and he is, because he killed all the X-Men. He killed all the X-Men, which was a twist I was not expecting. And at the same time, I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right. They shift the blame from Logan to him, and I'm like, I enjoy that. Again, it's mm-hmm. reminiscent of old man Logan, but they're doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. God, getting to hear him swear is so great. <laughs> <laughs> The Statue of Liberty was a long time ago. <laughs> there are no new mutants. Ooh, Fox Studio would like to disagree with you there, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> They've actually almost all been cast, these new mutants. Which is actually a bit of a shame that the new mutant movie we're going to see actually has nothing to do with the new mutants we see in this movie. No, yeah, that's what I like. thought they were going to do. They were going to, okay, they've introduced some new mutants in this film. We're probably going to see what happened to them after all of this. But no, we're going back to like the 90s or something. Yeah. Like it seemed like they were teeing them up too perfectly where it's like, yep, and we'll follow Laura as the brand new Wolverine or the brand new X-23 and all of her merry bra- uh, band of friends and we'll see what adventures they'll have in Canada in 20 years when they're all grown up. Yeah, yeah, and especially after, like, at the end of this, where, like, some of them actually got, like, screen time to use their yeah. powers and everything. It was kind of like a setup. Yeah, I want to know more about Electricity Kid and Tree Girl and all these other people. Yeah. I want to know what their deals are. They seem all right to me. Yeah. Man, Logan, it's the feel-bad movie of the year. <laughs> you know how people say that? It's like, it's the feel-good movie of the year. No, Logan, it was the feel-bad movie of the year. Everything is fucked in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, nice references there. Got his sword, got a bunch of the shit, his dog tags. Yeah. He's lived an interesting life, that Wolverine. Remember when you fought a giant robot man who was an old man in a suit? You remember when that happened? <laughs> James Mangold remembers because he made that movie. <laughs> yeah, The Wolverine definitely gets more love than just about any other movie in the series because it's like, hey, I made those too. Yeah, and the, Wolver- the Wolverine is good. It's a lot better than goddamn 
some of the X-Men films and obviously Origins, it's yeah. way, way better than Origins, yeah. The, Wolver- the Wolverine is fun because it's basically just a late 90s uh, Sylvester Stallone or like Steven Seagal piece just starring Wolverine. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's what most of his great miniseries are actually. Just take a random action movie premise and put Wolverine in it. <laughs> You feeling sad yet, everybody? (laughs) Oh, uh, what is it? Xavier's Plants. I heard a really good bit, or I read an article on it, where it's like, you know, there's a real theme of nature versus encroaching technology and everything. You see a lot of plant symbolism, actually, all throughout the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a lot of plant symbolism, and again, it comes back to the corn thing, where it's like, you know, the genetically modified Franken-corn subverting the natural world and everything, and these, you know, test tube mutants overtaking the more natural mutants. Yeah, that's actually, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, all the villains are cyborgs. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, that's that's actually pretty good, it's kind of like, yeah. There's themes to this movie. It's deep. It's got a lot going on. I like Logan and Caliban's relationship here. It was like Caliban's like like the wife who stays totally. at home ironing his shirts Taking and complaining complaining about alcohol and, and drugs. Yeah. And you're going to take me on that boat, right? I get to come with you, right? <laughs> well, you kind of look like Nosferatu, so you know. <laughs> I mean, not just not not to put too fine a point on it there, Callie, but you know, just saying. <laughs> oh, hey, some really great foreshadowing too with the adamantium bullet. I didn't even catch that the first couple times I watched. I'm like, oh yeah, and the bullet comes into play later. And it also kind of reminds us of the shittier origins and the adamantium bullets. Yep. Really, adamantium bullets kill you in this movie. I just thought they gave you horrible amnesia. <laughs> We see they they only kill if you if you get a certain type of headshot. Oh right, you need a four fifty no scope headshot. Yeah, it's what you need. Those are the good ones. You need to get your dexterity up so it works in vats. <laughs> there you go. Got to get it nice and high. Got to roll a nat twenty for it. Ugh, pus from the knuckles. Imagine that. Knuckle pus is the worst pus. <laughs> but it's also the name of a great punk band I'm going to start, Knuckle Puss. <laughs> <laughs> That's abuse. And that was his favorite mug. This <laughs> is <laughs> spousal abuse. Yeah, really. Again, Logan, feel bad movie of the year. Everyone just feeling bad and being mean to each other. I'm going out. I don't know when I'll be back. Oh, hey, boobies. We actually get to see some boobies in this movie. Hey, other superhero movies, you don't get to do that. Not nearly as much. I mean, I think Deadpool had a strip club scene, but did we see any full-on titties in that? Uh, I don't think so. I feel like we must have, but I could be wrong. And now Wolverine must face his most deadly adversary yet, the Drunken Bridesmaids. I also like that he has, like, old man glasses. Yep, yep. Then your eyesight's going when you get a horrible metal poisoning. There's something unsettling about children playing at night in empty parking lots, am I right? 
even Wolverine's like, mm-mm, not, 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 not for me. That's, that's fucked up. So yeah, that, uh, that little actress there, she's, she's the fucking bomb, isn't she, in this? Yeah, oh god, yeah, she, she owns the role as, as Laura. Yeah, I she, hope they don't recast her as older. Same here, it's like, she's so good, and she's this young, I hope if she's able to, you know, what is it, avoid all the pitfalls of child stars in Hollywood, I hope she has a long, great career. Yeah, hey, I just, that, that, the, the um... The, the motel is called Liberty and has a picture of the Statue of Liberty. And they were talking about the Statue of Liberty ah, before. Wolverine symbolism. Yeah, good symbolism. Wolverine can't escape his past. It all comes back to him. And again, you know, the Statue of Liberty and what it's supposed to represent. And it's the first thing all the immigrants see when they come to Ellis Island and everything. And, you know, immigration is kind of an underlying theme of the movie. Shit's going on, Matt. We're, the, we're we're peeling the onion. We're digging deeper into the parfait <laughs> that is Logan. <laughs> and her mutant power is not giving a shit. Please don't yell at her. She will kill you. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. No, uh oh. <laughs> Wolverine, the man with zero fucks, which is what they were gonna call this movie, but you know, couldn't couldn't get that one passed. Logan James Howard, he's old as shit, and he's on his last fuck. <laughs> I'm sure you saw, too, that uh, in the MTV Movie Awards, uh, Hugh Jackman and the actress who played Laura, they won, like, Best Screen Couple, which was kind of cute. And when they get up there to accept the award, Hugh Jackman starts talking, but then the little girl comes in and goes, no, 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 I didn't talk for the first half of the movie, and when I did, it was all in <laughs> Spanish. I get to say thank you to the fans in the Academy and everyone else. I get to talk. <laughs> and I'm like, that's awesome. That's that's another thing to her credit. She doesn't talk for the first half of the movie. <laughs> yeah, and then when she does, it's in Spanish. It's all in Spanish until we find out. Nah, I actually could speak English. I was, I was just fucking with you. That's your daughter. Nah, man. It's your daughter, technically. <laughs> but we can't let you know that yet. And, and here we are in classic Western mode here. It's like, will he pick up his guns one last time for one last ride? Or is he too old for this shit? <laughs> Gotta love the movie, too. It's so deliberately paced where it's like, no, 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 no. You'll get your cool action shit later, but we're building a world. We're building an ambiance. Yeah, they did a good job of building it all up. Yeah, we're going to take it nice and slow here. <laughs> James, he still goes by James on his phone. Well, it, it's, a, it's a proper name for a limo driver, James. And, and it is technically his name, so you should start <laughs> using it. I would love on all of his paperwork there.
I wonder if Wolverine has to go through all the same shit the Highlander has to do because he's technically lived since like the 1800s. Does he have to be like, oh, no, 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 I'm James Howlett Jr. Jr. Yeah, that was my father you've been dealing with. I just look just like him. He probably doesn't give a fuck. No. Then again, so my name's James, but that's the name of this other guy. So I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Also, I mean, like mutants do exist in this world and people accept that even if they don't like them. Be like, yeah, I don't die. It's my mutant power. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) Hey, what are you going to do? Kill me? Yeah. What are you going to do? Kill? Do you really want to mess with a man who's basically immortal? (laughs) (laughs) No. If only I had acted sooner. This is the sort of guilt that will probably carry through through the rest of the film. I believe in screenwriting they call this the end of act one. (laughs) Really shouldn't have stopped for that Taco Bell. Really should have just come right here. (laughs) But Charles kept mentioning the new quesalupa with steak or chicken, and I had to give it a try. (laughs) It's really his fault. I'll tell him about it later. He won't remember, of course, but... Caliban even dresses like a Fallout character too, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he dresses like like a kind of shitty Caravan, Clint yeah. Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's an item set you can pick up. <laughs> oh man, I wonder has anyone made a Logan mod for Fallout Four? They probably have to. They make a mod for fucking everything. Yeah, I'd play it. And now the part where we're just watching the movie now. (laughs) You don't strike me as the sort of toy collecting guy, Logan, so I'm going to assume these aren't yours. (laughs) Unless you've read... Oh my god, Logan, how many kids did you kill? (laughs) Logan, it's like, please tell me you murdered some children and you haven't started taking up stickball in your old age, that that's like your (laughs) midlife crisis, you're playing stickball now in the street. It's what we used to play back in the day. What day was that, Logan? The 1800s? Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, implying more adventures with Wolverine that he owns a smelting company in Shanghai. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. Maybe read them X-Men comics and we'll find out. By my shitty neck tattoo, I will get you, Logan. Damn it. He used his eyes to see I have a ball. (laughs) Your keen deductive skills. (laughs) I can see why you're the head of the Reavers. You're a crafty one. You use your eyes to make deductions. (laughs) Hey, so the woman's name was Gabriella, and uh, in the comics, X-23 has a clone sister now, Gabby. Uh-huh, yep. I wonder, was that intentional? Because I know she was technically in the comics before this. Maybe. 
Because, like, I always thought that was kind of interesting. It's like, oh, you know, we have a little girl version of X-23 here in the movie, and we have a little girl X-23 clone in the comics. Mm-hmm. Which, which I know it's, if you know, if you listen to Marvel, they're like, no, 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 you know, we don't want to do anything to promote Fox stuff, yet it's weird how that shit lined up, huh? It is, it is, it is really weird. Ah, yes, my mental powers also allow me to speak any language I want, probably. That is mine. And just Xavier's so freaking stoked at the prospect of there being another young mutant. Because, I mean, in his way, it's all about his redemptive arc, too, where it's like he's a teacher with no more students, and that probably bums him the fuck out. Yeah, I can now teach this girl. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. And, you know, I kind of killed all my other students, which is lame. That's like probably one of the number one things you shouldn't do as a teacher, murder your students. (laughs) It's frowned upon. I imagine that would go on your permanent record. (laughs) Haven't you eaten anything good? Come on, seriously, just cornflakes? You guys don't have any better cereals? It's not even just like Raisin Brand. It's just, you know, like Brand... You mean no Lucky Charms, no uh, Captain Crunch? <laughs> With a healing factor, you could probably eat Captain Crunch and it wouldn't cut the roof of your mouth. <laughs> you see, all, all those cereals, like, went extinct during the Great Cereal War <laughs> of 2017. <laughs> Which could be a real thing for all we know. <laughs> Again, there's so much history that we haven't seen yet. Which, hey, you know what? Breakfast cereals? There's crazy corn shit in that, too. So, again, you can't get away from it. It's everywhere in the movie. And they make a point of showing characters eating shit. You can't beat big corn, Matt. You can't. <laughs> eating and pipe throwing. Hey, come on. You've had, you've had X-Men with lamer powers than eating and pipe throwing. <laughs> there was a guy whose power was he literally just shed his skin a bunch. <laughs> And he got to be an X-Man, so, you know, who are you to judge at cereal-eating, pipe-throwing girl? <laughs> there you go, Caliban. Just just drop him in the desert. Just, you know, just throw him in a ditch. He'll be fine. Man, Donald get, gets owned a lot in this movie, doesn't he? He does. He gets beaten a bunch of times. He's a villain, but he's a very, very, like, what's the word, unsuccessful villain. Well, he's, he's like the sort of, like, the, the thug, the heavy thug the, the, in, the, in this film. The heater, as it were. The muscle. Yeah. But again, how do you muscle Wolverine? He is the muscle. <laughs> I can't have company. I need to put away all my empty booze bottles. <laughs> The Caliban's not here to tidy up. <laughs> the fuck? Because he's already tidying up a body. <laughs> Gotta go now. <laughs> Is there a fast setting on that wheelchair, Chuck? Because now would be the time to use it. <laughs> hey, that nitrous I put in your wheelchair there, Professor X, it's time <laughs> to use it. <laughs> That's in my version of the movie. It just becomes jackass for a bit while he escapes on his rocket-powered wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, he had a flying one in the cartoons and in the comics for a bit. Why not a nitrous wheelchair? Oh no, your little padlock did nothing to stop them, Logan. <laughs> the razor wire, it does nothing. <laughs> yeah, when they just drive through. Yup. Man versus car, who wins? Spoiler, it's always car. I like, too, in this dark future, they're still driving those super huge SUVs and everything. How much gas mileage do you think those have? How much do you think gas costs in this future? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, That's like the, the bad guy car. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bad guy mobile. It, it runs on pure malice. America's most wanted oxygenarian. <laughs> I'm a netogenarian, you fuck. I was a professor. Speak right, asshole. <laughs> Always the teacher correcting grammar and everything. <laughs> Again, it's hard not to just get into the movie. It's like, ooh, here's another good scene. Here's another good scene. <laughs> Damn it, my ability to stab people. It's hard to do when I can't stab them as much as I want. That's another thing about this movie, you know, like, you never fear for Wolverine's life in any of the other movies because he's such a god mod, but here it's like, no, no, I think they might actually be able to kill him, and indeed by the end. Yeah, yeah, they do that thing where they, they show that he, he can't actually heal properly, mm. or it takes him a long time, and, and he actually does get hurt and everything. Uh -huh. Because in the other movies, they're like just throwing him around. It's like, yeah, hey, he'll be all right. He'll, he'll a, just heal. He's a human wrecking ball. Man, I really want some cornflakes right about now. That was some good product placement for cornflakes and fireball whiskey. <laughs> I can't imagine Logan's the sort of guy who drinks fireball, though. Ugh, cinnamon? I think he just drinks whatever would just gonna like fuck him up. Probably. Or, may or maybe he uses that to just like clean his wounds. Ah, the only thing it's good for. <laughs> I wonder if his taste buds are like everything else and he can just, you know, regrow those. So he, you know, only puts Carolina Reaper and ghost pepper sauce on all of his food. <laughs> it's fine. My butthole will repair itself and my taste buds will repair themselves <laughs> from this hot sauce. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of hot sauce research recently and I don't know why every hot sauce brand seems super obsessed with the booty hole for whatever reason. They're always like, you know, rectal terror and ass reaper and everything. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that doesn't make me want to eat your sauce. When did hot sauce companies get so obsessed with buttholes? Yeah, I don't want to put something on my food that's called ass reaper. Yeah, I'm not even making up ass reaper either. That's a real thing. I'll pass the ass reaper. This chicken's dry. <laughs> mm, you know what? This needs some ass reaper is what this needs. Ass reaper is probably one of my least favorite X-Men. See, I make that joke and you don't even know if it's true or not. There's so many goddamn X-Men, there might be an ass <laughs> reaper. You don't know. <laughs> I love that this guy's scared of the little girl. Yeah, you should be. Uh-oh, here, here it comes. This was the bit in all the trailers, too, and it was a great reveal. 
<laughs> no, no, swiper, no swiping. <laughs> X-23, no murdering. See, she's even more dangerous than Wolverine because she's constantly at crotch height with those claws. <laughs> One... She can move faster. <laughs> that too. One way or another, you're getting your dick cut. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is just going to happen. <laughs> How are things going? My eyesight's going too. Are, are we winning? Are we winning? What is going on? I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> Someone tell me. Oh man, it sucks when you get old. Oh man, she's got all the stealth takedowns and everything. She put all her skills into sneak. <laughs> oh no. Now, again, hey, I, I know people seem to hate it when I compare one movie to another for some weird fucked up reason, but so here we get a great bit with, like, a character that's jumping around doing all this crazy acrobatic shit, and it looks really good, but you compare that to something that just came out like Wonder Woman, where one of the weakest aspects of it is that it looks so fake when she's jumping around. Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, now that you bring it, like, she, she looks like she did her own stunts in this. Yeah, well, how does like, this movie get it so right, but that other one didn't? And this movie's probably cheaper than Wonder Woman, too. Yeah, another thing is here, all through these fight scenes, this Wolverine here is CGI. Really? Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I guess it's like... What you get? Oh, that's so cool. I mean, I guess it depends on who you get to do your special effects, and it depends on you know where you spend the money. And then there's also like the thing where it's like this was this was filmed on a location. Mm. They had actors there, whereas like Wonder Woman, a lot of it was filmed on green screen. Oh, that's unfortunate. Makes a difference. You can feel it. It does. Jesus Christ! I know, right? They are earning the shit out of that R rating, aren't they? And yet, you know what? A weaker, dumber movie would have just used the R rating for violence and nothing else. Mm -hmm. I like they earn the R rating in terms of content, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And the thing, it, it took Deadpool for them to give this an R rating and, and, and see that like an R rated comic book movie is something that could be done. How, how neutered do you think this movie would have been if it was just like another PG 13 thing? Oh, well he, he wouldn't be like killing them with these claws. He'd be like hitting them with the car and stuff like that. And he'd be dropping him. shit on them. He'd yeah. Be poking yeah. Them in the eyes, three stooges style. <laughs> Slapping them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you saw that man, but he killed like all of your dudes. Like maybe maybe just let him get away. Time to run the fence. Or not. <laughs> I love that that doesn't work, whereas in like other action movies you see it work. It always and works. And then it, then here it is like, oh fuck, it didn't work. <laughs> it's like holy fuck, is the fence actually doing its job at keeping people out? <laughs> the fence is a mutant. <laughs> <laughs> I Fenso, truly the most powerful <laughs> member of X Men Blue or one of the lesser teams. <laughs> oh no, they got crotch rockets too. They thought of everything. Oh, those oh guys Jesus! Are dead. 
Uh, see, the barbed wire works. <laughs> and you didn't believe in the barbed wire. Feels like this should be a meme. So you come at Wolverine on a motorcycle, uh, you're gonna have a bad time. You're gonna have a bad time. I've gotta beat the train. Yep. Classic action movie moment of gotta beat the train. Can he do it? Can he do it? Is he gonna, is he gonna do the thing where he hits a jump and goes through one of the cars and the other guys end up crashing through it? I, I Joel <laughs> said as if he hasn't already seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're creepy uh, robot hands. Creepy claw hand. Uh -huh. And their paintball armor. You know it's a future dystopia when. <laughs> yeah, when there's paintball armor. Mm -hmm. Used to just be fetish gear a la Mad Max, but now it's the future in the future. See, now we're just in an episode of Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, how can them rascally mutant boys get out of this one? <laughs> and Donald Pierce is basically just Boss Hogg. He's going to start jumping on his hat in a minute. It's like Logan purposely chose to live near a train just because he knew at some point in the future he would need to do this. <laughs> no, or, or, or he knew he could do that, and he's like, that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> Escaping fucking mutant killers, jump the train, and be fucking awesome. <laughs> I've done pretty much everything in my life. I fought ninjas, I've gone to Japan, I fought giant robots. <laughs> Never done the train thing yet. <laughs> I fought on top of a bullet train. I've done lots of things. I fought in a nuclear reactor that was melting down, but that was a stupid movie, so let's not talk about it. <laughs> or maybe I didn't, I don't know, because this is an alternate universe where they play fast and loose with what happened and what didn't. I'm going to say you didn't because the Deadpool and that's different. <laughs> that's true. I mean, essentially this movie would seek to imply that everything we saw from the other movies never happened the way it happened. Which I know that was a thing when I was watching the trailers that pissed me off the way that Wolverine talked about the comic books. Where like, and that's not how it happened, and that was stupid kid shit, and that was dumb. And I'm like, oh great, here we go. Another comic book movie that needs to show how much cooler and better and smarter and more mature it is by making fun of the source material. And yet, Logan ends up going the other way completely. The comic books are what saved the day, ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost like, yeah, they save the day. They're not something that you could just disregard. Yeah, yeah. Logan tries to disregard them only to find out, fuck, I probably should have paid more attention to those. <laughs> See, kids, read more comics is what you need to do. It might help you defeat evil future Donalds. Yeah, even Caliban gets some scenes to be cool. His theory about people not really changing, too, that's another big thing that, uh, uh, what is it, underlines most Wolverine stories, and this one, too. Logan is essentially Wolverine's quest to change, really. Yeah, yeah. It's oh like no, the knife. <laughs> ah, it burns. Uh, hey, it's me when I go out into the sunlight. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, it's just us. Yeah, pretty much. Ah. 
I've actually been at the pool twice this week, and uh, yeah, I, I actually do burn quicker than just about anyone I know. But it's like I need to burn early in the summer and get it out of the way so I can actually tan and not again be like Caliban. <laughs> I need my lotion. Bring me the lotion. Yeah, Caliban, he's just like me, only he's not wearing his Batman board shorts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gabriel. And so here we have probably the best taken cell phone video of all time. Yeah, the beautifully shot. They should put it up for an Oscar. Man, freaking iMovie in the future kicks ass. <laughs> Look, at she's got different shots. She's got editing. I think she'll have some effects later on. <laughs> it's, it's so it's also kind of a good way to deliver exposition as well. Totally. Man, it's a shame this lady died when she did. Because she could, would have been one hell of a filmmaker. <laughs> this is also some crystal clear audio too for a phone man the speakers in the future must kick ass yeah and and, and it's a sony phone so it must be good yeah really <laughs> man i should buy a sony phone <laughs> that's what i should do man that ball's getting a lot of play that ball's got some ground swell Now, this whole idea, too, of, you know, like, test tube mutants made in a lab and everything, this is very Ultimate X-Men, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yep. Kind of cool that they brought that in when they did, and that they didn't blow that wad in another movie. Yeah, and they also relate it back to Wolverine with the alkali and everything. Yeah, yeah, they sure do. Nice juxtaposition, too, to like, oh, and this is the horrible, hellish existence these kids were forced to live. And there's her riding one of those little grocery store ponies. <laughs> She's been through a lot, but kids are resilient. The females is strong as hell, says Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, take this green shit. <laughs> take this ecto I want to see. I want to see what will happen to him. It'll make you strong. <laughs> Yeah, see, here's the inherent problem of, like, raising a bunch of super mutant kids. I mean, have you never watched a movie before, guys? How do you think this is going to end with them, you know, uprising against you? Yeah, yeah, you kind of you kind of need to, like, have something to rein them in, not just a bunch of guys with bats who just beat the shit out of them. Yeah, that's, uh, that's called growing to hate you, is what that is. Also, too, just like in real life, oh, man, cell phone power died. <laughs> also, I guess that can let us know what the inflation is in the future there. We got Hypno Energy Drinks, twenty eight ninety nine for an eight-pack, apparently, of energy drinks. I don't drink energy drinks. Is that a good deal <laughs> or a horribly inflated deal? <laughs> I'm drinking one at the moment, and that's a horrible deal. Yeah, man, the future sucks. How much is it going to cost for a Red Bull in the future? Mm. Time for a two-claw discount. Her looks are amazing. She scowls through <laughs> most of the things. She has an awesome scowl. Also, too, hey, keeping with the Western theme, she's riding a horse right now, and it's clearly an old-ass one because it still takes, like, change. <laughs> well, pfft. Professor X trying to piss. Here's something no X-Men story has ever shown us before. How does <laughs> Professor X piss? 
<laughs> well, he gets one unlucky student to help him. <laughs> yeah. Used to be Scott. That's why he's such an asshole. <laughs> yeah, you're you're on piss duty today, Scott. <laughs> Aren't I always? You know, one day I'm gonna kill you with the Phoenix Force, and it's gonna be really stupid. And then I'll be a villain for like the next five years, and then I'll die. And that whole story will be really limp and neutered, and then I'll never get to be in any of the movies in any meaningful way. I always like like one-off scenes like this. Like, imagine this actor when he got this role. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm totally in the new Logan movie." Oh, really? Why? Well, do you get to be one of the cool X-Men? Do you get to be one of the Reavers? No, I'm some gas station guy who gets the shit knocked out of him and threatened. Because <laughs> it's like, on one hand, you're super stoked to be in an awesome movie all your friends are gonna see, but then it's like, oh, your scene was actually quite <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> you got beat up by a little girl. Yeah, but she was great though. And he takes the cigars. <laughs> <laughs> I need a phone charger and I need a me charger, a.k.a. a cigar. How would he know if he picked up the right phone charger? He like, gets it, it just doesn't fit right, and he's like, God damn it, now I've got to go back in there, make a whole scene. He's like, Apple, fuck. Because <laughs> we've all made that mistake. You go to the store, you pick up what you think will work for your Android phone, but you're like, God damn, Apple Corporation. That's why I'm glad to have... A, a, a Nokia Microsoft phone because it uses the same cable as stuff like my PlayStation controller, really? uh, my microphone, all, all of those sorts of things. I'm in the market for a phone, actually. I need to I need to look at Nokia. Or maybe I'll get They're this good. awesome future Sony phone they keep showing me. <laughs> Phones are it seems really good. They're, they're good fucking composition with their, their video. Look, look at this everything. right now. <laughs> Doesn't it look good? <laughs> <laughs> can film whole sorts of crazy exposés on it. But yeah, phones are fucking expensive. I tried to like price just a couple like unlocked ones on eBay and even like ones they're like, "Oh, you know, it's it's a couple years old, you know, there's some scuffs and you know some uh, j uh noticeable scratches on the screen and everything. $200." What? <laughs> Yeah, well, like, the, the phone I got, I paid $900 for. Jesus Christ. Because, like, to but, me, like, I never thought I needed a phone for everything, but I'm going to more cons and shit for work now, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I guess I gotta get one that's actually pretty decent. Yeah, 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 well, I got mine, like, I haven't changed my phone since 2013. Nice. Because my phone is that good, it's still that good. Also, Caitlin made fun of my phone when she saw it, it's like, Jesus Christ, Joel, are you still, like, in high school? And I'm like, it might have been the phone I had in high school, <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> I found my 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 phone that I used through high school um not not too long ago. It was like this shitty Sony Ericsson flip phone. It had like one of those things where you could like change like the faces on it. Nice. Like um different colors and everything. I'm like, god damn it, why did I ever get this? Man, flip phones are where it's at, man. That technology's coming back. <laughs> History will show that the flip phone was truly the way to go. <laughs> Because here's the thing, but, like... But they're bringing back, like, that old Nokia brick phone. Oh, shit, as, are they really? Yeah, as, like, some, like, cheap sort of alternative. And I'm like, why the hell are they doing that? I uh, I remember when my dad got one of those, like, big brick phones, like, when they were new. Because, you know, he worked in construction and he worked in the trades. He had, like, pagers back when that was a big thing. And then, like, to move to the big, like, brick phone, it's like, man, it's a big-ass phone. Remember when you couldn't fit your phone in your pocket? <laughs> Now you lose. Remember when you had to have a carry bag for oh, it? Oh Jesus! N now you lose your phone, like in the couch cushions. 
but yeah, like I've dropped mine a couple times and there's a bunch of like spider cracks on the screen that are only getting better. And like I said, I was at the pool. I left it on the concrete and it may have melted a little bit. <laughs> so Joel needs a new phone. If you work in the phone industry and you're listening to this and you want to hook a man up with a good jailbroken phone, hey man, I'll at you, boy. <laughs> That's why I like Nokia. I've dropped my phone a bunch of times, and it's never smashed. Never, I've never gotten so much as a dent on it. Huh, that's good. I will now look at Nokia phones. <laughs> do you do you want me to park this, or do you just want me to destroy it for you? Because <laughs> I can do both. <laughs> I might need to make a quick escape. You never know. No, no, is this a real hotel and casino? It's gotta be. Oh, I, I'd imagine so. They imagine they probably filmed somewhere in Las Vegas. Yeah, it it looks quite cool. Actually, I'm like, hey, can I go to the Logan Casino? Can I go to this one? He wears the western clothes in this movie, Wolverine, but he doesn't wear the hat. I don't think. Which he's a big fan of cowboy hats in the comics, isn't he? He wears them a bunch. Yeah, yeah, he's got, like, yeah, a bunch of cowboy hats. Wolverine makes wearing cowboy hats so cool, he makes me think I can pull it off. Then I try, and I look like a doofus, so, you know. <laughs> oh, my God, this is great. Oh, my God, Patrick Stewart in a fedora. I didn't know I wanted to see that until I saw it. The best things in life truly are free, like Patrick Stewart in a fedora. He's the one guy who can get away with it, because he's actually old, and it makes sense. When you're when you're a highly respected Shakespearean actor, you too can wear a fedora. <laughs> Only then. Uh, hey, Shane, everybody. Yeah, watching old westerns that have relevance to the plot. <laughs> Absolutely, because that's what the movie is. And again, we get this very human conversation where Xavier's like, hey, you know, I like movies too. I saw this one in England when I was a kid. And I'm like, wow, that's a great story, actually. Did you go and see it with Raven? Yeah, oh, fuck, yeah. Look, don't mention that, okay? Because that just gets confusing <laughs> when you mention that. You know, Raven, you're kind of sister, kind of not your sister. <laughs> I like this Lord's wandering around the room in his chair. <laughs> nice, in one of those big oversized hotel robes. Of which I'm always the first to put on. I like to think, too, it's like, man, it's nice to know even in this dark dystopian future, you know, American movie classics still play like westerns. <laughs> They're not on the band list. No, no, not in this weird dark future. Ode to Joy is on the band list, but not Shane. <laughs> Which is funny, because, again, Shane, very pertinent to this, uh, to this whole story. You know, a, a man can't change what he is, you know, once he gets a brand on him. There's no more guns in the valley. So yeah, I guess technically looking at this, all these kids are technically X-23. Are they though? Or are, it's like, are they like X-21, X-22, X-23, well, which is well, which as, is her? As we just saw, we looked at her file. She is X-23-23, but we saw like the fat kid was X-23-44. 
Oh, okay. So they're all part of the X-23 line. Hey, look, it's, uh, what is it? It's the guy who can cure cancer, but he doesn't want to because he's a dinosaur. <laughs> Sauron. Sauron, yes, love that guy. To think we could almost have had Sauron. Although I like Sauron as the poster boy for, like, X-Men shit that's too weird. <laughs> no, no joke, my first X-Men comic I ever bought actually had Sauron on the cover, and it's the cover they're kind of mocking with this one. Where he's, like, bursting through a window, and it's actually really awesome. And what I'm really pissed off about is I don't get any residuals from these. They're using my likeness and everything. <laughs> Wolverine would be fine with it if he could at least turn a profit from the adventures that he may or may not have had. <laughs> Do you know how much booze I, I could I, I want to see. I want to see that movie where, like... Logan takes whoever made the comics to court and say, these are my likenesses and I didn't say you could use them. This is, this is abuse. <laughs> that's, hey, that's very Marvel Comics. People forget back in the days the writers would write themselves into their books where they would follow around the characters to try and get the stories right. That, that's the next level of meta for comic book movies, I think. Yeah, and then you have like people like Jack Kirby who's literally God in the, in the Marvel Universe. That too. He might as well be. See, that's what Deadpool 2 needs to be. It needs to be Deadpool fucking with Ryan Reynolds, the actor, being like, look, man, I don't know about how this sequel's gonna go. I, <laughs> I think this is your fault and your problem, so I'm just gonna follow you around now. I feel these guys are not here to buy gas. Just shush, just shush, shushy. Yeah, imagine pulling up on that when you go and try and get some gas. It's like, nah, I'm good. I can wait to the next station, it's fine. There's a lot of angry cyborgs out there. And now with Logan, the joy of getting a new car. <laughs> We're going to meet the car dealership under the bridge. <laughs> Only the most reputable vehicles for him. Fellas. I'm going to just be taking this right now. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, look, crack. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I could smoke this. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, that's the thing, too, with Wolverine. It's like, you know, you can't poison him. He can't get drunk as easily. I wonder if he just, like, decided to be like, I'm going to try smoking this crack. What would happen? <laughs> I'm going to smoke all the crack in in, in state New York. and <laughs> See what happens. Also, that lady had a vape pen, too. It's nice to know in this dark dystopian future, vaping has become even more popular. <laughs> that's also how they get the corn into you via vaping. <laughs> hey Wolverine, that's not a bad looking costume. You, you think you thinking maybe just like maybe try that out? Just you know maybe just once. <laughs> no, I'm good. I hope whoever they get next to a Wolverine puts on a costume. I know, I know. I mean, come on, Deadpool has one of the most screen to page accurate costumes we've ever seen. Why can't the X Men? Hey, 
Hey, buddy, you just can't park there. <laughs> Uh oh. Oh, weird guys with man buns yeah. and cybernetically enhanced hands. That's that's the evil bad guy code of dress in the future. Do you want to be a reaver? Yes. Do you have a man bun? Cool. You're halfway there. You know, I saw I saw the other day they they make like artificial man buns now, so they're like they're like like a hair extension. Oh wow! You can put in the back of your hair. I'm like, who would do that? douchebags that's who <laughs> do you hate yourself so much that you have to do that it's like i really want a man bun i think it would really bring my look together but i can't be bothered to grow on or extreme fades like this guy everyone's got an extreme fade <laughs> hey joel don't you get fades every so often yes but they're not extreme they're like a level one fade there's levels to this I think at level 5 Phage, you're technically a black belt. And this is how it happened, and this is how all the X-Men died. Now, I'm not pointing any fingers, but Laura, when I said give him his medicine an hour, you really should have given him his medicine in an hour. What did you do with the medicine, Laura? I threw it down the toilet. Because <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck were you expecting? Although, ultimately, it's a good thing he did, because if he didn't have this little freakout, they probably would have captured and or killed them. Oh, yeah, definitely. So it all works out. That's good writing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what's going to kill me first. That's what that look says. And kind of sad, but kind of poignant, too, that Wolverine is the only one who can survive this sort of thing. Although he clearly can't survive it as well as he used to. You too, Beardo. And one for <laughs> you. Alright, Cap, now you. <laughs> oh, right through his face meat. Ugh. It's gross, I love it. And you get a stabbing, and you get a stabbing. I'm the Oprah of stabbings. And you two body armor and you two mustache. Everyone gets a nickname and a stabbing. No, Laura, that's just air. No, no. Well, fuck, I'm like six. <laughs> Jesus. You gotta tell me these things. Laura, did you feel the syringe with vinegar? <laughs> Maybe. He told me to eat my green vegetables, so, you know. It's what I do. <laughs> oh, good, I'm alive, but not for long. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I, I I goofed on this one. Not gonna lie, gonna gonna have to take a mulligan on this. Man, dash cam technology in the future is amazing. They got dash cams on people now. That was actually just a phone. <laughs> Man, phone technology is off the hook in this future. Also, hey, with everyone knocked the fuck out, that would be an awesome time to rob the casino. <laughs> everyone would be all dazed and confused. And you can't really make a quick escape when you're in a wheelchair. 
Or when you have to, you know, put a wheelchair in the back. Once again, Donald, you got fucked over again. You're not very good at this. He's embarrassed you twice now. You can't catch a broken down old man, a little girl, and an even more broken down old man. Oh yeah, they just said it was Haraz Casino. That is a real casino. Oh, nice. I, I know where my next vacation's gonna be. <laughs> you like Remember that time when when, a, when an old man almost killed everyone here? Sir, sir. <laughs> you, could, you, you could go take a picture with like in like the the um the lobby and say hey, people died here and here. That's totally what I want to do. <laughs> And like talk to the manager, be like, "Remember that time Wolverine came on in?" It's like, "Sir, that was a, that was a movie." Sir. Also, that was a movie in the future. So, like, what? Not happened. And then he, and then he calls security on you because you're like just some crazy guy wandering around in Batman board shorts. <laughs> no man, it happened, man. I saw it in a movie once. All movies are factual. Uh. Again, a great road trip adventure. <laughs> yeah, talking about how they're different, you know, their purposes in life. It's not about us anymore, Logan. It's about this future we could be trying to save. But you just playing. This could be us, but you playing, Wolverine. <laughs> Again, too, talking about the whole, like, natural world versus, like, synthetic stuff and everything. He objects to the whole chemical castration, the putting pills in him and everything. Even though it does make him admittedly pretty dangerous, but hey. Ah, I got my blockade tank top on. It's my special tank top for blockade and shit. <laughs> and here's technically villain number three, right behind Corn. Yeah, who everyone thought was Mr. Sinister. I know, well, t apparently he was supposed to be. That's the big thing. Mr. Sinister was supposed to be in this movie, but James Madrigal was like, nah, nah, that'd be really stupid in the movie we're making now. Let's let's take him out. And it's one of the only times I agree, yeah, take him out. Yeah, it would look really out of place to see, like, some some blue guy with, like, a high collar. Yeah, I like this, like these automated trucks. I think that's pretty cool. That That's definitely like 10 minutes in the future. Like, yeah, we'll probably have these in our lifetime. Yeah, and, and, and they're shitty drivers as well. Yeah. Well, you know, gotta gotta keep it authentic. And truck driving going the way of coal mining, whale oil, and buggy whipping. <laughs> Love this explanation, too, as to the foot claws, which I'm pretty sure this is exactly the explanation they give in the comics, too, as to why she has foot claws. Mm-hmm. They're also super awesome, that's why. Now let me tell you about your shitty son, Dawkin, who has pheromone powers or some shit, I don't know. Dawkin's not very good. Yeah, we don't talk about him anymore. We just talk about Jimmy Hudson. Yeah, Dawkin is basically the Red Hood of the Wolverine mythos, is what he is. <laughs> He's really cool on paper, and there's really cool images of him, but then actually once you start reading, it's like, yeah, everything actually kind of sucks about you. You haven't had very many good runs. You've been in good... 
good things, but you're not very good on your own. <laughs> Another really excellent scene, what we're seeing right here. Wolverine wants to, you know, drive from danger to get out of Dodge, but Xavier's like, no, let's actually be heroes like we used to, even if it's just in this one moment, even if it's just to help this one dude and his horses. Yeah, yeah. And they use their powers in interesting ways, too, with him, like, you know, commanding the horses. He is the horse lord, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and it's really well done, actually. It's very smart to be like, hey, you know, you can use it in more than one way. I'd like to point out, too, that that son is totally rocking the Canadian tuxedo jeans, jean jacket, and jean shirt. <laughs> And being a Canadian himself, Wolverine's like, ah, oh, it's a good look, bub. <laughs> Very male. Where'd you, get, where'd you get that fancy suit? Yeah. <laughs> it's all he's thinking. Is there a wedding going on or something? <laughs> I feel underdressed all of a sudden. <laughs> Ready? Go. And this poor family, if only they just kept going, they could avoid what's coming to them. <laughs> Oh, this is great, too. Their cover story is that your daughter. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and that's my father, which, yeah, kind of. He technically is, in a way. He was father yeah, to yeah. all the X-Men and especially to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Professor X just going into business for himself. Yes, I'm hungry. I want dinner. Please invite us in. <laughs> Dr. No-Name Rice. I like they do try and build like a closer thing like, oh, my father was one of the original doctors during like the <clears throat> Alkali Lake uh, Weapon X experiments. We never find out which one. And at the end of the day, one of my favorite parts is none of it matters. Yeah, it, it never matters to the larger plot or anything. No, because it doesn't matter to Wolverine in that moment. And like this greater plot and this dude, this dude thinks he's a super important supervillain doing like super important work. But at the end of the day, he is just a roadblock to get overcome and he gets overcome pretty hard. <laughs> My favorite scene in probably the whole movie is where he's trying to give, like, the classic bad guy speech of, like, oh, and this is how I brought the mutant population to the end, and blah, 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 the future. And Wolverine's like, blah, 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 don't care, die now. <laughs> he, he, li it's literally like The Incredibles, he literally catches him monologuing. <laughs> and Wolverine don't play that shit. In, in dinner scenes like this, I don't know if you're like me, Matt, I always like to see what they're eating. Where I'm like, oh, that looks good. Because like some movie <laughs> food looks better than other food. It's probably because it's not real. Yeah, that's true. Like sometimes it's like, you know, what work did they really put into it? So it looks like they're all drinking iced tea, you know, classic American family. Although as I found out when I went to America, there's actually differences between iced tea and sweet tea. Yeah? Yeah, like if you order an iced tea... They will just bring you a cold tea that you need to put your own sugar in. Okay, then. I know, right? Is, is Australia the same or when you order an iced tea, it's sweet? Yeah, yeah, and you get, like, a choice of flavors. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird how America does that differently. I had my own weird this country with your sweet teas and your unsweetened teas. <laughs> So we got roast beef, we got mashed potatoes, we got what looks to be peaches and cream corn. I think I see some green beans over there. 
it's a, it's a hearty meal. There's a boat of gravy going around, but no one is using the gravy boat. Fucking animals. I know, right? I don't know about you, but if ever I have a roast dinner, or even just a turkey dinner, I'm always drowning my potatoes and gravy. I'm all about the gravy. Dinner is just a gravy delivery mechanism, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. <laughs> and I make a beast gravy. Although I suppose technically all gravy is a beast gravy, because it's all made from animals, but whatever. <laughs> I make a gravy so good I make vegetarians question. Where it's like, okay, well maybe I wouldn't kill an animal for its meat, but maybe for some sauce. <laughs> I mean, these vegetables could use a little something. <laughs> is is that? Or you just don't, you just you just say it, it's vegetarian, but secretly it's got fucking meat in it. Is is that cheating as a vegetarian if you like pour meat gravy all over your vegetables? Is that too much? Probably for some. Probably I for guess. those ones who refuse to like even eat even eat vegetables as well, where they like choose to eat like air. Ah, the, the super vegans. <laughs> I don't, the ones that die climbing Mount Everest. I don't eat anything that casts a shadow. <laughs> but at 10th level vegan, though, I unlock superpowers like that guy from Scott Pilgrim. You know, <laughs> Superman. <laughs> I, I like, too, we talked over a very sweet scene where they kind of, like, make up their family history. Where it's like, oh, yes, I was a teacher at a special needs school. And he was a pupil of mine. <laughs> But he was hard-headed. That's cute. They tell their story without telling their story. Yeah, they're truthful, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd love if like like this family is like welcoming and everything, and and they like they're kind of carefree, but then they they somehow find out that they're mutants and they just turn and it's like get off our land, beauty. Yeah, wouldn't that be some shit? I mean, it would be fittingly dark for the movie where it's like you find out they're actually like part of the Church of Humanity or some shit. <laughs> yeah, come join our church congregation. Ah, fuck. <laughs> We're gonna burn a mutant today. God damn it. And we pray to Reverend Stryker and everything he's done for us. <laughs> like, ah, fuck. Thank you, human Jesus, who is the best Jesus. <laughs> who lived, died, and had superpowers, but was not a mutant. <laughs> like, like, here's the thing. I'm something of an agnostic, but I think if I lived in a superhero universe, I would be super religious. Because I'd be like, yeah, you know, Jesus, you know... Moses, all these other characters and stuff. Oh, they were clearly just superhumans. Mm -hmm. They clearly just had powers. That's the thing. Moses had aquakinesis. That's why he was able to part the Red Sea. <laughs> he had a very specific set of powers. Buddha sitting under the tree for all that time. He just had a healing factor. <laughs> All right, time for bed. <laughs> I'll tuck you in, Chuck. <laughs> I also want a glass of warm milk, Wolverine. Make it happen, chop chop. <laughs> I want a warm glass of milk, but not too warm. <laughs> this is disgusting, take it back. <laughs> Yeah, what's future TV like? I actually want to know. It's probably. Much I imagine better. it'd be like like all ads and everything, and like shitty reality TV shows. So like what we have now, but worse. They have like Survivor, where it's like all humans, and there's like one of them's a mutant, <laughs> and they got to survive on like an island with it. Well, again, if we've seen anything with the Reavers, it's all cyborg Survivor. 
<laughs> and like TV shows and ads are just one in the same now. You don't have one without the other. And so you have yep. like the cyber Kardashians. Yeah. All those shitty YouTubers now have like 20 season TV shows. Oh, God. I, oh man, I can see it now. And now for Fox News starring PewDiePie, your anchor. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck me. Like you laugh, but that's like a possible future. <laughs> What's up, bro? So today in the news. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Are mutants trying to jump the border? Find out more, bros. Fist bump. <laughs> and he doesn't exactly like that. So we're going to play some Call of Duty 10, and we're going to talk about the news. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, this, is a, this is a believable future, much like the evil they, corn is believable. They do the, they do the like, like, like news reacts to this, oh, and then they do, like, like explained news segments. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's horrifying because I actually believe that might happen. <laughs> now, hey, this whole thing, too, you know, these nice farmers are getting put off their land by, like, a big evil corporation. Again, basically exactly like Shane where the ranchers were getting put off their land by, you know, an evil, uh, you know, dude. Mm. And like old man Logan, and like old man Logan too, where he had to like you know pay uh what is it pay taxes to the Banner Gang. Yeah, this is this is actually a pretty apt time for you and me, Matt, to do this because the new old man Logan Jeff Lemire comic ended just recently, or at least his run ended. It's going to keep going, but it did. It, it, yeah, I don't think it should keep going. That was like the perfect ending. It really was. I think I think for a lot of people that's going to be like the end because anything after this feels a little bit tacked on, doesn't it? Hey, look, a 310 to Yuma poster, which was almost directed, which is also directed by James Mangold. Uh-huh. I like 310 to Yuma, and that was a Western, wasn't it? Yep. And a remake, and a pretty good Western remake, actually. <laughs> Again, it's clear this is what, uh, what is it, James Mangold likes, and this is what he made Wolverine into. It's, it's nice, actually, to genre hop. Hmm. I have never... And it's even, it's even better when the character actually suits that genre. Totally. I have never heard this Muzak thing before. <laughs> what do you think she's listening to? Uh, well, I mean, it's the future, so I'm sure it's got to be something like, you know, classic music, Lil Wayne. <laughs> Man, this music stuff has a lot of auto-tune in it. I don't know if I like it. Uh, maybe some YouTuber released an album. Oh, fuck. Uh, Rebecca Black now with her top ten <laughs> hit. <laughs> Friday again. Yeah, what's what's the horrible fate of the future for music if it's just as dystopian as everything else? It's it's Spotify, but with like more invasive ads. Oh Jesus! It's like iTunes, but you have to cut yourself to use it. Yeah, I refuse to use iTunes. Same. I, I am not a fan of it, actually. My uh, my mom has an iPhone, and when we were traveling, she's like, hey, can you put like some music and shit on here for me to listen to for the plane ride? I'm like, yeah, okay. And I was pulling my goddamn hair out because I had to use my computer to set up her iTunes and to put the files on it and everything. I'm like, get this shit off my computer. Yeah, and it like syncs to and then uploads everything, and oh, it's fucking awful yeah i i did not ask you to do this apple to sync up and i was like well we just really want to keep an eye on you at all times everywhere you go and sell your information to people <laughs> we, we just really want to be your friend we just want to be your friend why, why are you running 
Yeah, be my friend. <laughs> uh -huh. That's that's what Apple's and iTunes is. They're that pushy friend. And and before people ask, yes, we will try and get the comic multiverse and these riffs up on iTunes at some point. I, st <laughs> I still need to get the complete list of the backlog. I haven't had a chance yet because uh -huh. we've been on like five different shows, but it's coming. So yes, all you Apple people, you can listen to this on iTunes. <laughs> that product I just slagged the fuck off. Yeah, I love it. Fuck it. I should come and listen to our show on iTunes. On iTunes. Man, that would be weird when people listen back to this on iTunes. <laughs> be like, well, Jordan Matt really hate iTunes. <laughs> Look, I don't like it. I'm not saying it's not good and it's not the way of the future. I'm just saying I'm not a fan. There's <laughs> just better platforms out there. SoundCloud for life. <laughs> yeah, here's a quintessentially Wolverine moment. Just people pointing guns at him. And, and a Western very uh, sort of thing as well. It's a standoff, yeah. Yeah, they're confronting the posse. Very much so. And he's, he's not having any of it. No, he goes a little too far, hits a person he shouldn't. And it all goes to hell. Also, hey, it's the future, but he's still using a Colt 1911, which is like one of the oldest pistols ever because it was created in 1911. Again, the the natural versus the you know weird synthetic future because I think the other guy had like a crazy future gun. Yeah, is it is it no like no one like kind of questioned how he was able to break that gun over his knee? Nah, he's just really good. He's he's Canadian. He's big and hearty. Yeah. Like, yeah, they saw all those muscles. <laughs> those so varicose like, yeah, well, veins. Shit. Well, shit, yeah, he could do that. Do you see his veins, how varicose they are? So, man, so... He... I, I loved that they kept this all secret. Yeah, wow, it totally took me by surprise. I was genuinely shocked in the theater when I saw this opening night. I, uh, I saw this in Seattle, actually, during the Seattle Comic-Con, which was funny because it was all filled with comic nerds. It was probably the best place to see it. Yeah. The the theater was like in walking distance of the convention and like that's where everyone was going. Yeah. And and then the next day, you know what I saw? A father dressed up in a really awesome old man Logan cosplay and his daughter is a little X23. I'm like that's adorable. That's awesome. And they were seeing the movie that night. I'm like, "Oh, I saw it. It was great." And I talked to like, "Hey, old man Logan dude, if you're out there, your costume kicked ass, just letting you know." <laughs> Oh, and he gives this beautiful impassioned speech about how, you know, this is living, really living, not just running, not just surviving. This is this is what I always wanted to do. This is what I always strived for my school to be. Ah, so heartbreaking. Again, Logan, the feel bad movie of the year. <laughs> and it's it's even more heartbreaking too, because he has Logan's face and he died. And he died thinking that, and Logan never got to tell him that it wasn't him, that it was some weird clone guy. Yeah, I, I am kind of, like, interested, like, how he didn't technically sense that that wasn't Logan. I guess he was at peace, and so he didn't think he had to be on his guard or anything. Yeah, well, maybe he realized it wasn't Logan and realized, like, I'm going to have to die anyway, so... Yeah, or I guess, you know, the cl the clone being what it is puts out, like, a similar brain signature to Wolverine. I don't know, there's a lot of things he could breed into it. Yeah. Now, again, I I'm sure, too, maybe at some point this guy was supposed to be Sabretooth. 
Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. Or maybe, maybe even like Darken or something. That's the idea I pitch, where it's like, oh, but he's got like two claws on top and one under the bottom, and he's like technically your son. But that would have been a little too much, even though they do actually call this one X24. Mm hmm. They actually do call this one X24. I think stylistically, though, it makes a lot of sense to have the ultimate villain just be another Wolverine, you know, one with no humanity who's all animal and all rage and he he's basically what the weapon x always intended him to be a heartless yeah. brainless killer they could just point in any direction yeah he he's the the weapon x that if if wolver if logan had like gone along with their plan yeah originally he, he is the dark mirror oh man this poor family they really got fucked just trying to be nice and let him in I don't know about you, Matt, but when you see horrible shit like this in the movie, I'm like, well, I hope they kill the whole family so they don't have to be broken up, you know, at least if you're going to do it, do it all the way. <laughs> I don't want any of these kids to be orphans or anything, or any of the parents to have to bury their kids. Maybe that's my own deep-seated psychosis. No, 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 no half measures. <laughs> God, this must have been a hard scene. Okay, so we're going to put you in this fucked up bondage gear and you're going to get carried around and you got to scream, all right? Now, we couldn't raise them without a conscience. But you can't nurture rage. Simply design it. And again, too, man, these these rancher bad guys, they they sure picked off uh, more more than they could chew. They picked a bad. <laughs> Although, again, very classic Western. Oh, they embarrassed me. Time to get the posse back together. Just a lot of very angry cowboy hats. <laughs> yeah i would believe you about letting bygones be bygones if you didn't have a bunch of guns currently pointed at me you're not a very good negotiator sir also what the hell does this guy think that he cut his hair and grew his beard out and got like 20 years younger <laughs> in the five minutes since he saw him last <laughs> jesus it just cuts his head off <laughs> yeah well he deserved it he he had it coming it's also a nice showcase piece for everything uh, X-24 can do. He's not very well designed, though. He's not great at taking orders. <laughs> Seriously, outside Captain America, has anyone made a super soldier that worked, or are they all horribly fucking defective? They they are they they're either like defective in that they don't work properly, or they somehow makes them go insane. Yeah. It's like, you know, maybe give up on the super soldier projects. Maybe, like, I don't know, maybe work on building a better bomb or, like, a flesh-eating nanovirus or something. <laughs> but mad scientists all over the world are like, no, no, I know the other super soldier programs have failed, but I'll learn from what they did, and this will be the right one. <laughs> I yeah, mean, like like they're doing at the comics. They're like, what if we gave Hulk adamantium bones? Fucking genius. <laughs> 
Is is that's actually is that what's happening in Weapon X right now? I stopped reading Weapon X after the second issue. No, I, I imagine that's what's going to be that that weapons of mutant destruction oh, or whatever, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it involves the Hulk and everything. Yeah. Fucking genius, man. Hell, hell, at least Banner's people were thinking, right, we're just going to build a better, badder gamma bomb. Thug life, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Those were Caliban's last words. Oh, sure, in the script it was beware the light, but he wanted to say thug life, motherfucker. <laughs> Ain't gonna make no bitch out of Caliban. <laughs> you already made me rat on my homies, but nah, dog, not gonna play me like that. This know. fight scene here. It's great. Wolverine finally coming toe-to-toe -to -toe with someone he just can't chop the shit out of. Yeah, bloody claw on bloody claw. Yeah, Doc, uh, so this project here doesn't, uh, you look like you don't got this, is all I'm saying. <laughs> and what, what's even be better about this movie, too, is clearly, you know, Donald Pierce and Dr. Rice and everything are only middle management. There's clearly dudes above them who, like, the next day would be reading the reports of everything that went wrong, and they'd be like, well, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we'll fucking get them out of here. We'll kill them, cover their tracks, and start over somewhere else. Yeah, Jesus, if, if you guys weren't already dead, you'd be fired. Yeah, but then again, it comes back to that. It doesn't fucking matter. No, it really doesn't, and that's the beautiful thing about it, is that, yeah, the conspiracy's still out there. The conspiracy will always still be out there. And in fact, that's almost very true to the comics as well. It doesn't matter how many times they defeat Weapon X. Weapon X keeps coming back. In different forms under different management, but you know you just just can't kill mankind's love for adamantium lace super soldiers. All right, now I can explain. I know this doesn't look good, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you a hell of a story, and at the end of it, I think you're gonna feel. Now nah, Wolverine doesn't even say shit, and that makes it even better. He knows how fucked up it is. He's not even going to try and get an excuse in. Yeah, yeah. This is what happens to the lives of everyone you touch, huh? Everything was going good until right now. I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> Logan's coming. I, I don't know if you saw all that. But I got really fucked up. <laughs> and again, he's just so in his own world, he doesn't even see the doctor dude behind him. Like, the whole movie could have been ended right there if he just walked a couple more feet, yeah. killed Donald, and killed this guy. Yeah. Well, he doesn't care. And that's it doesn't beautiful. matter to him. <laughs> and it's so beautiful, and it's so well put together that he doesn't care that he has such a wonderfully one-track mind. I imagine a bunch of parents are like, man, I wish I had restraints like that for my kid when they were freaking out. 
Yeah, Fox, can you make these restraints available? <laughs> well, the, the crazy thing is, is that those restraints were child-sized already. <laughs> well, that's the thing, like, like that, that's, like, they're a real thing in the future. <laughs> like, because of, like, all the high fructose corn syrup, every child has, like, ADHD and oh, whatnot God. now. So these, these, are, <laughs> these are, like, child restraints. And Weapon X cleans up in the future. Hey, get your brand new child restraints today. They come in gunmetal bugs. <laughs> Gunmetal gray and midnight blue. <laughs> Get yours today to restrain your children. They're like those things you see parents have that on their child children nowadays, which is like those um, they're like leashes. Oh, the kid leashes, yeah. Yeah, they're like they're, they're just like a more extreme version of that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's where we're headed because that's not dehumanizing at all. <laughs> and tell you what, if you buy your child restraints today, you'll get your very own fidget spinner with it. Oh fuck. <laughs> That's that's the future we're headed to, Matt. The fidget spinners. That's that's going to be in my dystopian movie. It's not the corn that killed everybody. It was fidget spinners <laughs> that killed everybody. Some YouTuber spun a fidget spinner too fast and it destroyed the world. Yeah, it, it knocked the Earth off its axis, and we're just you know like friggin' <laughs> moving further and further away from the sun every day. Or or if you want to do like some Lord Zed shit where it's like, oh yeah, if you look directly into the fidget spinner as it's spinning, it actually hypnotizes you. <laughs> Puts like crazy messages in your head. Kill the president, Jimmy. <laughs> Can you kill the president? Okay, fidget spinner, whatever you say. <laughs> Back to that whole nature theme too. Uh, Xavier's buried out here in nature and later Wolverine will be too. Mm -hmm. Return to the Earth, that whole thing. That's that same article too. I was reading from Wisecrack talked about the theme of enclosure. That like enclosure is really big to all the uh, what is it to all the Western movies? But how like Wolverine is a character that's always fought against enclosure. He's always fought for his own personal freedom. Mm -hmm. That hell, even this movie within the Fox Marvel superhero machine is kind of its own, like, you know, fighting against enclosure thing because it's R-rated and because it has a definitive ending and because it's so sad and feel bad. <laughs> and I'm like, I like this. I like when you can read more into it. Like, this scene is really sad, too, but it's also kind of fun. It's like, he'd like it here. There's trees and water, and he can run. And I'm like, what, is he a dog or something? <laughs> it's like, Jesus, how many people have you buried before, Wolverine? Probably lots. Why are you not good at funerals? Yeah, well, yeah like, looking back at it, he, he's had to deal with quite a few people close to him dying. Yeah, you think he'd be really good at it. Lord knows he makes enough bodies. He probably doesn't stick around for the funerals. Look, I just make the corpses. I don't, I don't take part in the burying. He stays at arm's length from the funeral, but appears at the wake because booze. Yeah, because always because booze. I like this little hit, like like tantrum he sort of has oh, yeah. like breakdown oh, yeah, <laughs> with the fucking shovel <laughs> he's at the end of his rope right now you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of homer uh in the simpsons why why must i always fail why must you know my art <laughs> always go down like this it's logan's version of that <laughs> when, when, when he's building that barbecue yeah <laughs> why must life be so hard why must i fail in every attempt of masonry <laughs> <laughs> Hey Laura, how's Wolverine's project coming along? I think he's almost done. Yeah, he's done. Like this, he just falls down. 
Yeah, he's done. He's super done. <laughs> Just done with everything. Another kind of cool unexpected scene, too, where he meets a small-town doctor who is actually cool with mutants and mutant kind. Yeah, a, a vet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no taking much. an animal to a vet. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's that's kind of what he is. He always fights that animal nature, but it's, he can't escape from it. Also, the second time he's gone to a vet as a doctor, too, because that happened in the Wolverine as well. Mm-hmm. Get it? It's symbolism and it's uh, repetition. It's also where they drop it to where it's like, you know, it's not just that he got old. It's that, you know, the metal in his body is literally poisoning him. He has metal poisoning now. Mm-hmm. Which was very... Don't I... <laughs> or no, what were you going to say, Matt? Uh, the doctor is like, you don't understand. You're too fucked up. Yeah. Ah, I can get more fucked up. This ain't rock bottom. I'll tell you when <laughs> I hit rock bottom. <laughs> but yeah, the whole uh, metal in his body slowly poisoning him thing, that was also true in the death of Wolverine story. Mm-hmm. From the comics where they killed him off and like actually kept him killed off. Which is crazy to think. That he's actually been dead for so long, and we've been living with essentially the Wolverine from this movie, an old broken down Wolverine. Also, it just hit me too. Uh, Laura is also on her way to a Canadian tuxedo with jean jacket, jeans. No <laughs> jean shirt yet, but next town she'll find a jean shirt. <laughs> it's great she has like this, you know, like pony princess, like a uh, rainbow shirt, and yet she's like slaying fools left, right, and center. <laughs> I think Laura would really like the Powerpuff Girls, you know, cutesy girls, but tons of cartoon violence. And here we are at the end of Act Two in writing. And <laughs> oh, you can talk, <laughs> but only Espanol. Like that he gets mad at her. Yeah, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> oh, you haven't said a word for the last 2,000 miles. I don't, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm Ron Burgundy. Yes, I've lived for over a 1,000 years, give or take. But no, I never took the time to learn any Spanish. I'm sorry. North Dakota. No, no. The way she says no is great. Talking about the X-Men movies in general, there are too many stories. No, too many. No existo. Ah, classic American by way of Canada. I can speak Spanish just by adding O to the end of my words. That'll work, and then I can also speak really loud, but really slowly, and that'll make them get it. <laughs> God, you're good, Logan. Yes, his years abroad taught him that. <laughs> which he is did the same thing in Japan. He did, which the irony is, I'm pretty sure comic book Logan can actually speak Japanese from all his time there. He can, yeah. <laughs> 
but he speaks it with a really funny Canadian accent. Nomo nomo to talk a day, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Nobunaga Shitsu, buddy. <laughs> Stop saying names. Stop it. That's how I felt at the end of X-Men Apocalypse. There, No, stop saying the Phoenix. Stop saying names. None of it matters. F- finish what you're doing. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Mm. That never happened. She's quite skilled, too. She drove him here and stole a car. <laughs> we don't see the fate of that guy, too. Did she, like, hold him up? What did she do? Once again, hard to just not start watching, right? Mm-hmm. This uh, th- th- this leads to a thing too uh, with Pierce when he's looking at his robot hand, which is very reminiscent of like Luke in Star Wars. <laughs> All right, now let me get a number two wrench. Now let me get this. That would be the hardest part about have ro- having robot parts in the future. You'd probably have to buy them from like robot Ikea and you'd have to have the little Allen wrenches and everything in the box to put together your robot hand. <laughs> he had to fix the settings because he almost ripped his dick off. <laughs> yes, he, man. I imagine in the future when this technology becomes a thing, we're going to lose a lot of dicks at first, but you know, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, we, 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 we have to up research on dick replacement technology. <laughs> oh no, did you not update the newest firmware patch for your robot hand? Oh no, you're going to be ripping dicks off all over the place. <laughs> oh sorry, you had it set to kill, not stun. Why does it even have that setting? I'm fine, I'm not tired. I'm fine. I can, I can drive forever. I'm fine. <laughs> you, you know who says they're fine? People who aren't fine. <laughs> what, and you can speak English too? What? <laughs> Just full of surprises. <laughs> Wait, am I so fucked up I can understand Spanish now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to think because he didn't react to her speaking English, that is exactly what's happening. He's like... He thinks he's having like a fever dream. He's like, what the fuck is going on? I can understand Spanish now. Did I get hit so hard that it that it like activated that part of my brain? <laughs> is, is this my latent second mutation being able to understand Spanish? <laughs> no, dummy, I'm speaking English now. Okay. <laughs> He just immediately passes out. Again, much like Homer when he was working two jobs to pay for the pony and he was falling asleep behind the wheel. You sleep, I'll sit here and, I don't know, count the rocks, I guess. I really wish I kept that kid's cell phone. I could be playing Candy Crush right now or whatever the future version of Candy Crush is. Candy corn. There you go. Oh, God, candy corn. You're right, Matt. It would be candy corn crush. Because as we've established, the corn is the true enemy. <laughs> Man, you know you know what that sounds like, Matt? To take a quick ad break here, that sounds like a comic multiverse shirt is what that could be. We could sell that over at our brand new tea Public store. The corn is the real enemy. <laughs> <laughs> the corn must flow. You can't fight big corn. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you see, that shirt probably would have sold back when the movie was new, but it's old now, so that no one would get the reference. <laughs> that happens a lot with T Public shirts. They get really popular at first because people jump on trends, but mm-hmm. then they don't stay popular, like Kafifi or whatever. Like, oh I, God, yeah. I saw about a dozen different Kafifi designs. And now probably by the time this goes up, does anyone even fucking remember Kafifi anymore? No, you don't see it anymore because it was just something that happened in a day. It might have been one of the fastest, like, rise of a meme, death of a meme things I've ever seen, actually. Oh, man, the the people running that into the ground, it took them, like, less than an hour just to make that just unbearable to see. It was accelerated. It's, It's kind of amazing. Like... Like, that one died a quicker death than, uh, here come dat boy. Oh, God. Here come dat Logan. Shit, what up? (laughs) Hey, we're up here in the Lost Boys Clubhouse. (laughs) It's actually really awesome up here. I know you're old and busted, but, you know, come up here. You come up here, it's like that game Firewatch. It literally is. They're hanging out in Firewatch. Logan, oh no, I never played that game, but I heard good things. Eh, am I dead yet? Am I dead yet? When you're dead, Logan will tell you. I wish I was dead. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. That seems incredibly a uh, precarious way to get up. <laughs> Did they just have that handy? Were they able to like bring that down and winch him up? All right, now you gotta swing him, poke him with the big stick, and swing him. <laughs> I got the hook ready. <laughs> That's my mutant power to always have a big hook nearby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the end, they just started making shit up for new mutant powers. Yeah, they started running out, so it's just like, I, I can look at people really, really precariously. Yeah. I have a big hook. <laughs> I, Wait, what's your name? I'm, I'm good at winching shit. <laughs> Man, it's a good thing we had you people here. This was very, very necessary. Oh, they're shooting him up with more, uh, with more, whatchamacallit, with more ecto-cooler. Yeah, corn crack. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you remind me of my friend Bobby. I like that, that. That's the only thing it works on, though. She she can only make like like slightly damp cloths really cold. <laughs> She's really good at spas, though. That's what she was built for—the <laughs> the perfect spa worker. And what do you got, gills? I got gills all over my body. Do they do they do anything? No. <laughs> no, I, I still drown. <laughs> I still drown. That's horribly pathetic. You have all these gills all over your body, but they don't do shit. What a fucked up experiment. Also, you kids all speak really good English too. What's up with that? Was she really just fucking with me for two thousand miles that she couldn't speak English? <laughs> That's really mean in retrospect. Yeah, they're totally the Lost Boys. Yeah, it's around here we got, like, the one Sabretooth mentioned in the movie. It was a fun scene, but I can see why they kept it out of the movie, because it did kind of kill the momentum, and it forced you to ask a bunch of questions. But it's like, well, yeah, what happened to Sabretooth, and indeed, what happened to all the other mutants who have healing factors who should probably be alive right now? Yeah. 
That wasn't a nightmare. He was just night fighting like Ron Swanson does. <laughs> night fights. <laughs> Most people have night terrors. Wolverine has night fights. <laughs> <laughs> just wakes up fighting. He has sleep fightings too. He goes to sleep fighting and wakes up fighting. <laughs> it's really annoying. Uh, yeah, the bullet. The bullet's had a hell of a trip, hasn't it? From Caliban's hand to the car to her to now. It has, and it's probably he probably got it way back when he was originally shot or something. Yeah. You know they have that thing there, that trope Chekhov's gun. This is Chekhov's bullet. You've seen the bullet all throughout the movie, so of course it's going to have to get used at some point. <laughs> And again, too, I like, as he mentions later, you know, Laura and all her friends here reminds him of the Xavier Institute and the X-Men and everything and that feeling of family and camaraderie and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good stuff. It's a good movie, Logan. I have lots of nice things to say about it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a lot better than, than it had any really right to be. Yeah, all things considered, considering how, you know, how disappointing Apocalypse was, how it seemed like they had no real direction. They had at least one out of two kind of crappy Wolverine movies. But yeah, they just took the time, took the effort, let it be what it needed to be, and gave Hugh Jackman one hell of a send-off. Mm-hmm. And I hope they leave it alone. I really do. I think they will, mainly because I know it will anger a lot of people if they were to like, all right, this movie's out now. Now, you know, a year and a half later, we've got a new Wolverine. They, they'll probably leave it for a while. Maybe build up these new mutants or whatever. Yeah. It's like, hey, we made this, you know, maybe new modern classic of the genre that defied all expectations. Now, now let's piss on its grave. <laughs> well, hell, the joke with that Deadpool, like, joke extended scene they did was Deadpool with, like, resurrection juice at Wolverine's grave, and even he's like, no, nah, not like this, not like this. <laughs> when even Deadpool realizes, no, this would be in bad taste if I did this. Yeah. Oh, hey, and he gets the classic Wolverine beard and mutton chop combo, too, for this. He didn't get the costume, but you got this. Yeah. And then, like, it's kind of a joke as well, where, like, the kids are like, Cutting it while he's asleep. That's a lot of scissors for these children to have. <laughs> have you ever tried to cut a really big, really thick beard with just scissors? It's difficult. I should know. I tried to touch mine up a couple weeks ago, and I ended up taking yep. off too much, and I had to take off the whole thing. So now I look 12. Uh, I hate doing that. It's funny, like, because I do a lot of video podcasts now, and it's always like, oh, I didn't know the co-host of this show was a little boy. I didn't know you got the... <laughs> I didn't know you got the boss baby as a guest. <laughs> i tell you, though, if you put boss baby in your title of your videos, you'll get, like, a billion views. Yeah, what's up with that? Why has boss baby become this huge meme? Because retarded kids I click on it. It's I a baby. Guess. Boss baby. <laughs> That's, like, they greenlit a boss baby sequel right away, and I'm like, did you do that just because of the internet reaction? Is that why? Of course. Look, I can't think of a good title for my new Spider-Man 28 video. I should call it Boss Baby and see what happens. Yeah, Boss Baby and Spider-Man at 3 a.m. What? Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, you joke, but then it becomes like 10,000 views. I'm like, god damn. Yeah. Gonna be yeah, yeah. Boss Baby into more shit. 
Yeah, Spider-Man called Boss Baby at night. See what happens. <laughs> Some shit like that. Man, that's that's a whole, like, you know, uh, industry on YouTube no one talks about, you know, trying to get dumb kids to click on your video industry. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there's shitloads of them. It's even worse as well because a lot of the big ones, they're, they, they're like people in the videos are little kids themselves, but the channel is run by their parents. So it's like their parents kind of forcing them to do this it's to get very money. exploitative, yeah. Mm. Like billions of hits. And like and like you're talking like the daddy of five shit where it's like that guy actually got in trouble for being kind of abusive yeah. kind of a shit. I'm talking like people who make like really shitty like bootleg animations where it's like instead of Mickey Mouse, it's Mackie Mouse. Yeah, or all that, um, I don't know whether it's still like a trend now, but like six months ago, there was that big trend where they had like, it was like Spider-Man. And Elsa. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like all that sort of shit was big. I don't know if it's big anymore. I, I think it still is, you know why? Because I was looking at YouTube co uh, companies the other night. I was like, okay, what's like the biggest YouTube company and what are some of the biggest channels in Canada? You know, basically, like, you know, what do I need to do to take it to the next level? And one of the biggest channels in Canada, like, top five, is, like, one of those weird Spider-Man, Elsa, people in costumes, what the fuck are you doing type things. Yeah, those are fucking weird. They're weird, because it's like, who, who writes that? Like, how can you write that, make a video of that, put that up? And, like, they, they kind of do, like, the just for laughs thing, where it's like, this is clearly made for foreign people but they don't use like any actual words like they all speak like this weird simlish yeah yeah but yeah like one of the biggest ones like one of the top five ones is a canadian channel and i'm like well okay what what company are these guys signed with and everything surprisingly none like say what you want about youtube companies but none of them want to make any deals with those people <laughs> Yeah, I guess probably because they are weirdos. They're either weirdos or they're making money hand over fist anyway, so why you got want to do a 60-40 split with someone yeah, when you're already yeah. making money? Yeah. See, see, Matt, that's the business we need to get into. If this comic book thing doesn't work out, we just need to buy a Spider-Man and Elsa costume. <laughs> just run with it. Actually, you know what would be funny? Because like, obviously these channels are all about stealing other people's intellectual property and shit. Mm -hmm. What if you just re-uploaded a bunch of their videos? What are they going to do? Sue you for copyright infringement? <laughs> you, Hey, you took our video, fan. Yeah. yeah well, it's our content. No, it's not. <laughs> Transformative work. It literally isn't. <laughs> I'm doing it by fair use. <laughs> yeah, fair use, motherfucker. Yeah, it's not like they can complain to their YouTube company or something because none of them have one. <laughs> <laughs> As fucked up and scummy as that is. Although, actually, here, here's the funny thing. You know how, like, YouTube had to rework their shit just recently? Because, you mm -hmm. know, you had your, like, JonTrons and your PewDiePie saying horrible shit and getting a bunch of parents angry and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, w in their new redone guidelines that I was reading over, they talk about, like, you know, oh, no, no incendiary, uh, what is it? No incendiary topics. So, basically, if you do the news, you can't talk about it on YouTube anymore. Because everything is fucking incendiary. But yeah, can't talk about that. Uh, and then one of the ones they slipped in there, they slipped it in in the middle. No copyrighted characters. <laughs> so what? clearly the powers that be have whispered in YouTube's ear. And they're like, oh, well, if you're changing the rules, though, fucking should probably crack down on these people, though, because they're making money hand over fist and we want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they got one thing right, YouTube, even though that probably wasn't them doing it, that was someone else. 
That was someone who was mad they weren't getting any money. Yeah, this this fucking Mackie Mouse guy is getting billions of dollars. Fuck him. <laughs> and somewhere in the Disney Marvel offices, they're like, "But but what if we did cross over Spider Man and Elsa though? Like realistically, like how how would we do? Would it be a comic? Would it be a cartoon? How how could we do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone probably there's like, "This is genius. Why didn't we think of this?" And then a bunch of people got fired. Yeah, really. <laughs> also, man, drones in the future are super advanced now. Yeah, they're powered by corn. <laughs> corn. Everything <laughs> in this future is powered by corn. Ethanol one. <laughs> I like too the big final battle in this movie. It's not a big blue laser shooting in the sky. It's not anything we've seen before. It's just like a knockdown drag out fight in the Canadian woods. Yeah, it's just like a chase through the woods and then, yeah, just a, a fight to the standstill. It's it's everything it needed to be. I like they didn't feel they needed to overdo anything. Like, oh, they got to stop, like, the warhead with the payload or they got to, like, you know, do some other crazy shit. Yeah, like in every other movie. And again, it helps, too, that this movie was made on a much cheaper budget, so they probably couldn't have done those things even if they wanted to. Yeah, it, it forced them to get creative. Yeah, I think, like, for some of these, like, superhero movies where it's like, well, your budget was $80 million, you better have one hell of a finale. I'm tired, gotta take my crack. <laughs> Shoot it in my veins. <laughs> I need it. Uh, poor Wolverine, after this, he was, like, breaking into cars and stealing their stereos. <laughs> Ah, this puts the demons at bay. Makes me feel not low. Again, another thing how we were talking about Gabby and everything, that that stuff that he just took is basically the trigger scent mm. from from the Ornu Wolverine, which was the the stuff that they give Laura to make it look like she killed an entire town. Yeah. I, I feel bad for that heavy kid who's gotta run because they probably had to shoot that many a times and I've been there. <laughs> Oh, that dude got Jesus fucked. Christ! It's okay, man. We'll get you. We'll get you another one. We'll get you another cyborg arm. We all have cyborg arms. They've literally become the child catchers now from Shitty Shitty Bang Bang. There, get the children. <laughs> get them all. I like this girl's power. This is so dangerous. Yeah, I'm like, wait, can she control the needles on the trees, or is she, like, psychic, or is it wind? What's her actual power? I don't know, but it's great. Don't fuck with her. Damn. Yeah, Jesus. She, she turned him into jelly. You are getting beaten by children. You are literally getting beaten up by children. How does that make you feel? Man, Wolverine, you you spent a good chunk of your like life in these films, Hugh Jackman, just running through forests, right? <laughs> but this time you're running with purpose. <laughs> I gotta save my kids. <laughs> Get me back my daughter. He's he's gone full uh what is it? He's gone full Liam Neeson. <laughs> my daughter's been taken? What? <laughs> I'm the best at what I do, and I have a very particular set of bubs skills, and I will fuck it. <laughs> oh, hey, there's that, uh, what is it, that orange on the inside black jacket that everyone owns. I think everyone has a jacket like that. Which, again, makes me think, like, the costume budget for this movie. It's like, okay, man, what do you want to wear? No worries, I brought my own jacket. 
Yeah, go raid the Goodwill. <laughs> I, I think it might be a little chilly in the woods, so, you know, I want a jacket that's a little bit warmer, but, you know, reflects a lot of dirt and dust. It's, it's very utilitarian. God, he runs a lot. <laughs> and again, you know they had to do multiple takes, so it's like, okay, Hugh, we need you to do a little bit more running. Can you do some more running? And he was probably up for it as well. It's like, sure. <laughs> I'll do all the running. Actually, here's the thing. Like, you know, how, how he got his Wolverine dad bod for this movie, the deal is they told him, it's like, well, do all your regular, like, strength and muscle training that you would normally do for Wolverine and all the other movies, but put in, like, way more cheat days. <laughs> That's literally what they told him. He's like, this was the best movie experience ever for me. <laughs> Can we can we get Hugh some nachos? He needs more nachos. He needs more of that Taco Bell. Nom, 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 nom. I'm on the Taco Bell diet for this movie. Oh, that's such a cool tag move. That's that's their finisher. You jump off my back. We call that the X Terminator. Oh, it's father daughter bonding over murdering <laughs> dudes in the woods. I mean, he's certainly not the sort of dad who would play catch with you, Wolverine, that's for sure. Oh, I was feeling so good after I took those drugs, now I'm coming down. <laughs> See, he took drugs now, like, instead of, like, he's not himself, so now he's, like, using guns and stuff. Yeah. See, crack does turn you bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, that's the bigger theme of the movie. That's how far he's fallen now, but also how he's willing to embrace all this unnatural stuff if it means getting to save his daughter. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the big showdown moment, he says to her, you'll know when it happens, you'll know the signal, that's when he actually picks up and uses a gun for the first time, that's that's the signal. And again, it took me a couple watches of the movie to pick that up, that that's what he meant when he said that, you'll, you'll know when. Because that's a very vague thing, you'll know when, what do you mean you'll know when? Yeah, how, how am I going to know, are you going to flip up some gang signs or something? Or something. Or? And again, it, it fits into the arc where the whole movie he hasn't really trusted Laura, he hasn't really seen her as an equal, but now it's the I trust your judgment and I know you'll know when the time is right thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, a bi big man beating these children. <laughs> Showing what a big man you are. I'm Xander Rice, who knew my father mm. in the well, Weapon X. Also, this is the first time they're meeting as well. Yes, it is. It's also Again, like, doesn't doesn't matter. It really it doesn't. doesn't. And he tries to make it matter. He tries to give this speech where it's like, oh, you knew my father, which assumedly means he also killed his father because he killed everyone else in Weapon X. And it's like, Wolverine should ask, wait, which one was your father? Again, I've, I've killed lots of people. You need to be super specific. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to be a little bit more specific than I just killed your dad. <laughs> you, you know, he was a doctor guy, glasses, lab coat. Yeah, again, dude, seriously. I like to think he was like... Like, just like a janitor. <laughs> oh, he was part of the original Weapon X program. Yeah, tangentially. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, here's my thing. Eugenics, evil corn. Yeah, custom mutants. Yeah. Yeah, bet you didn't see that coming. Because, <laughs> again, no one expected Wolverine to just pick up a gun and shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in their plan accounted for that, and I think that's amazing. <laughs> ah. 
Now, again, what was his plan for unleashing X-24 now that the Doctor is dead? Who would be able to rein in X-24? Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe his, his plan was like he was hoping that they would kill each other. Yeah, or at least... Or, or if not, like, or if not, like ki- X-24 would kill Wolverine but be so wounded that he'd be able to put him down easily. Yeah, or at least be able to run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... Just, just let let this guy loose it in the Canadian wilderness. See what will happen. That's fine. There's Wendigos out there. <laughs> now that would have been a fuck of a twist, you know. Donald Pierce tries running away, and he runs into a goddamn Wendigo. <laughs> Who's fighting Hulk? <laughs> they they say that new New Mutants movie is supposed to be a horror film, and I'm like, I'll believe it's a horror film when I see a goddamn Wendigo in it. <laughs> you have the Wendigo. Use the Wendigo. I wonder if this actress is like, man, I do a lot of screaming in this movie, and Hugh Jackman's like, tell me about it. Yeah, have you seen that video of, of Hugh Jackman doing ADR for the screaming? No, I haven't. I bet it's great. It's great. He's like in the studio, and he's like running on the spot, <laughs> and he's like yelling and screaming, and the people have like like kind of turned it into a meme where they've replaced the scream with like with like a Minecraft screen, and like he's hitting blocks everything getting all worked up and everything like, it's great like half the dialogue in this movie is just yelling <laughs> oh i love how they do in pierce here you know the jailer of these kids the constant abuser of these kids finally get their revenge and he gets fucked over hard too yeah they, they essentially jail him they in, do. in the ground and again keeping that whole natural world versus the synthetic world theme what do they kill him with they kill him with all the elements air grass ice electricity that's what they kill him with i thought that was a nice touch and he literally gets sucked back into the earth <laughs> which is also a very true western theme too you know usually a lot of Western movies are about fighting, like, the March of Progress and everything that's, you know, crushing the simple man out on the prairies. Yeah. Which is always true of movies, even though in real life it's like, no, but progress and technology are actually really good, though. Is the thing. It's actually rarer in most movies to find a lot of, like, pro-technology movies. Usually... In a lot of movies, technology and science is always shown like, oh, but they went too far. It was mad science. Man was never meant to go there. Mm-hmm. But he yep. went there. He totally went there. Kids trying to heroically sacrifice. Go, go, go. Also, too, another thing they paid off that I didn't catch until someone pointed it out to me later, the whole prophecy of the Wolverine where the woman says, you know, you're old, you're dead, and you're holding your heart in your hand thing. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. got they got to do that here, which they probably wouldn't have been able to do if uh, Magical didn't direct both movies. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing I don't like about this is that it just ha- so happened that gun that Wolverine used was able to fit the bullet. Yes, just so happens. Well, it's a future gun. One size fits all. <laughs> Also, she's a hell of a dead-eye shot, isn't she? Her first time with a gun, and she's pretty good. <laughs> then again, we don't well, it's know... The, it's the same with Logan as well. He's a pretty good shot. <laughs> yeah. Then again, you know, we don't know what they taught her in Secret Assassin Weapon X-24 school. <laughs> Today, you're going to learn your alphabet. B is for bullets. A is for assault rifle. 
Oh. And not a dry eye in the house. All summed up in the perfect line to don't be what they made you. Please don't become a prostitute. <laughs> Say what? They made me for that? Oh yeah, sorry, I read your file. You didn't. God damn. <laughs> that actually happened in the in the comic as she, well. They did. She was actually a prostitute for a pretty long time. And a cutter and a bunch of other things where it's like, I'm glad they don't make reference to those things anymore. <laughs> also, hey, shoot, we made it the whole movie and we never talked about this. X-23 wasn't actually originally created for the comic. She was created for the X-Men Evolution cartoon and proved to be so popular she crossed over into the comics. Yeah, well, another one of those like very rare things. Like we got, you know, Harley Quinn, X twenty three, Coulson. Yeah, all these sorts of things sort of crossing over from uh, animation yeah. as well. Canon immigrants is what they're called. <laughs> Fitting for a movie about immigrants. That's ultimately truly about immigration at the end of the day. Shocking too. I like it. Every, everyone who reviewed this movie too, that bit was always very understated. I'm like, oh, actually, this kind of ends up being a super powerful pro-immigration movie, honestly. And at a time too when people were actually risking life and limb to cross over to the Canadian border. Mm-hmm. To the land of Mounties and maple syrup. <laughs> and where you can legally challenge someone to a duel now. That's true. That's, that happens. This is the real thing. I'm, I'm going to do that tomorrow. <laughs> you, have, you have insulted my honor, sir. I'm uh, I'm waiting for those YouTube videos, those prank ones. Going going to some going to like Ontario and like challenging someone to a duel, and then actually having to go through is it's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank. Yeah, that's the dark future. It's just a prank, bro. If Dr. Rice got to keep talking, that's what he would have said. Not this whole mutant corn. Just a prank, bro. <laughs> just, just jokes, uh, IRL. <laughs> and Wolverine's like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't understand a, a goddamn thing. <laughs> memes? What's a memes? <laughs> Is that a mutant? Is he part of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants? <laughs> yeah. Is he your boss? <laughs> <laughs> Take me to memes. Yeah, who is dank memes? <laughs> It's a total X-Men name. I am dank of house memes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And now they get to give Shane this great love letter by getting that to be the eulogy, the only funeral she's ever seen so far. I wonder if after this movie, how many people went out and watched Shane or who were like, you know, what's that Western from Old Man Logan? That looked good. I want to see that. (laughs) Is it on Netflix? Oh, and that kid with the Wolverine action figure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I had that one. That exact one he has. I'm like, kid, be careful with that. That's a, that's a collector's item. You know what that would go for on eBay? <laughs> yeah, well, once you get into Canada, sell it. Yeah, really. <laughs> you make some money. <laughs> you can sell it to me. I'll be waiting for you on the other end of the border. <laughs> Yo, you got the matching Sabretooth one in the deleted scene that goes with that? You need the complete set. Oh, this is great, too. Turns the cross on its side, makes it an X. Such a nice touch. No words. No words needed. (laughs) That's another honest trailer joke I was quite happy with. They're like, wow, this is really sad. And then he starts sadly humming the 90s X-Men theme. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're we're far from da na 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 na. Yeah, perfect, perfect close to it right there. 
that's yep. that image you, you leave off on. That's really, really good. Wow. So that was Logan, and what a hell of a send-off for Hugh Jackman and the Wolverine character that was. Yeah, whoever fills his shoes next is going to have a hard act to follow. God damn. And then even ending it, too, with an awesome Johnny Cash song. Yeah. When the man comes around. This one's been used in a lot of good movies, hasn't it? There was this. They used it in that uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so good. It's so good where it's like, and now let's not make any X-Men movies for like five more years. <laughs> let's let the rights really relapse. <laughs> yeah, like you could, like seriously, man, like if that's the way they wanted to do it, it's like, no, this is us ending the Fox generation of X-Men movies, then it would have been really good. I yeah, mean, I, I would have applauded them for that. I mean, obviously it's not because this is Hollywood where everyone's greedy and wants to make money. But yeah. as far as I'm concerned, like, unless Deadpool 2, like, if Deadpool 2 really stinks, which I don't think it will, and if New Mutants bombs, I'll be really happy to think of this being like, no, this was the end, and it ended good. Mm. So thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. I've been Cape Joel. I'm Matt. I hope you enjoyed this. If you want to relive the magic and download the commentary and carry it around with you everywhere, you can over at the SoundCloud page. Uh, I, I was honest when I talked about a T Public store. We now have a Comic Multiverse T Public store. I'll try and link that too. Someone already bought a shirt, Matt. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, someone bought the Duo shirt, which is actually, I think, one of our uglier designs because I just threw that together right quick. But thank you, though. I think that's amazing. <laughs> next next con I go to, I'm actually going to try and jump off some of the stickers so I can, like, give those away and or sell those. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I did see, like, there were stickers there. and think I should buy a bunch of them and go stick them around everywhere. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's embedded marketing, Matt. Yeah. That's what it is. So thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back again next time for another episode, another commentary. We don't know what's going to come next. No, we don't. But it'll be there. So thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.